That's not English, Brian. It's German. (laughs) (laughs) So what I told you is true. Promise of what you would. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of POV, where we uh, talk about whatever we feel like on Mondays. <laughs> uh, and this time, it's going to be Ahsoka and our favorite trash reality TV show, uh, Love is Blind, because they dropped... Oh, we never talked about last week, huh? Yeah, we've got a couple episodes to. Yeah, so we've got about. technically we've got like five of them, right? Something like that. Um, I just realized that, but uh, yeah, I don't know why my light is just not working with me today. Now I'm like Trixie, where it has just half as one, half as other. But um, <laughs> how we doing? How you doing, Jill? It's a Monday. Yeah. All right. Not, not a whole lot of excitement happening over here, really. Now, now I know how Jake feels. <laughs> with, with me, just... Yeah. Yeah, nothing too exciting on, on uh, in this neck of the woods. Uh, saw PJ the other day. That was fun. He was in town. And the corgi. And the Aww. corgi. I got to meet Mabel, which was a lot of fun. He only I brought had, one? Yeah, yeah. Only because Ooh, Mabel and Dipper apparently are just Mabel and Dipper are not getting along right now apparently. So oh. he's he, yeah. So met Mabel. Haven't seen him since Jake's wedding. So it was nice to. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been a minute. So um, yeah, that was fun. And then what did I do this weekend? I don't remember. I don't even know what I did this weekend. Did I don't think I did anything. This movies. Weekend. I watched more Saw movies. Oh, I'm up to Saw five. I'm up to Saw five. So I hope I you're think writing have, the trivia as you go. I think I have five more to go, or six, if I count like Spiral. Are you gonna go see ten in the theater? I want to, but no one will go with me. That's because so, you're a psychopath. So a good point. I might, uh, I might have to request it to be on Tony TV. Uh, you can't. Um, do movies by yourself? No, I can. Like, I enjoy, I actually really enjoy doing movies by myself. But, like, for, like, a scary horror movie, like, I want to be experiencing that with somebody. I don't want to be That's the right. only one. So, no, Jeremy, Sean is not into the Saw movies. He uh, walked in. I He's a normal him. person. I texted these two, and he walked in as I was watching, I think, Saw 4. And he was like, is this Saw? And then literally a second later, it switched to a scene of a lady with her ribs cut, like, sh- shot open. And he's like, oh, God, yes, it is. And, like, he, he left <laughs> So Ding. I was like, yeah, it's the fourth one. Like, so. No. Yeah. There's just no. No. The, story just, is, I... the, the overall story of them is great. And watching them back now, like, they're really not that bad. Like, gore-wise, they're really not too terrible. Or maybe I'm I just, just insane. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, don't think know if there's any other set of movies I would not want to see as much as those ones. They're fun. Like, genuinely. They're just, like, they're I don't like, know. They're fun. I don't know. They're not my cup of tea, you know? Which they're, is fair. It's 
speaking of. Like out of all the horror genres, I'm kind of like, I'll leave that one alone. Yeah, leave it to me. Like, leave it to me. I'll be the psychopath to watch those. You could honestly rattle off a list, and I don't think, I don't think there's any scary horror-y movie I would want to see less than Saw. I think it's because growing up, I used to look at like crime scene photos for like, because that's like what I was into. Like was like serial sure. killers as a kid, so Sorry. maybe that's why I'm like so like desensitized to it, which is not a good thing. <laughs> but uh, no, like because there was because there used to be a trap that I used to not be able to watch, and now I'm like, oh, I just picture it. I guess the way I do it too is I picture it as and this is a prop from like a a scary maze that I would maybe used to work at back in the day. So that's kind of what I make my brain think. Just go, it's not real. It's so like, I'm like, oh, whatever, it's fine. And then I look and see, oh, what's the makeup going to look like? Oh, fun. Yeah, maybe it's from working in- It might be. Like a haunted house. Yeah, it might be where I'm just like, ooh, that's neat. Like, it's cool how they did that effect. So, or I'm just crazy. I don't know. I enjoy the Saw movies. I think they're a good time. I think it's the latter. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just crazy yeah uh stepping off a little less crazy molly how are you doing <laughs> i'm good um had a late start to the, to the day today uh didn't do a whole lot this weekend well we went to we went to beer fest um at our local like nerd bar that we have mm. here in atlanta Beer fest or Oktoberfest? It's the same thing. They were just calling it a beer fest. It was, I mean, most of the breweries that they had there had their like Oktoberfest beers there. So they got to try serving them out of dust boots. They were not. They, because you had to buy tickets to get in and then they gave you a cup and then they would just put. Mm. So that was fun. And then Saturday night we had a little movie night and we watched. Rushed a lot. What? We watched Cobweb. We watched Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. Is that the newest one? Yeah. And we watched Halloween 3, which was a hoot. That one was exactly how uh, cheesy I thought it would be, and it was great. So. Like the old one? Yeah, the, like- the first Halloween 3. With the, with the okay. masks and like... It, Michael Myers you, isn't even in it <laughs> at all. Oh. It's oh. so strange. It's, it's, a, it's a strange third installment, but that's kind of why there's a cult following behind it because people are like, what is this? Why? Where's why Michael? Why is this Halloween? Yeah. Interesting. It's weird. Huh. Hmm. Season of the Witch. Yeah, that's what it's called. Oh, so to- there's witches in it this time? Sorry, I forgot to close my window. Uh, I was wondering what that like really. slight. No, no. Oh. There was like a slight like whooshing noise, and I was like, Ow. "Either Molly's tooting or something is like." <laughs> it might have been my window. I'm just letting a slow, loud fart out this whole entire time. <laughs> Did you watch back when Alex was talking about you when you walked away about uh, the other day on the stream about you farting? Oh no, but. He said it was yeah. something about farts, and I was like, I figured. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a sense of smell, and thank God, because Molly, <laughs> yeah, his whole spiel. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're still trying to convince Joe to watch 
Hill House and Bly Manor. I'll start and, tomorrow. I'm home tomorrow. I because will start House starts on Thursday. Just text me and bother me about it. Okay. So uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Spot I might rewatch it with you because I don't have a whole lot to do tomorrow. So I'm Jeremy, home most of the day tomorrow. Yeah, let me know. Text me. Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Jeremy, I have mulled the idea of recording myself watching it. So it's probably that- gonna be did you watch the uh Nick Cage like Five Nights at I Freddy's don't watch movie? Scary. But it's like it's like campy, and I think no. this is also going to be pretty campy. I don't think so. It's I mean, it looked pretty like. There are some scenes where I'm like, Brian, you got be scared like a little... of the title card of Cabinet. That's of what. Well, but there's one specific like part in the trailer where it looks like it's like a saw thing going on, and I'm like, mm. oh, if it's any, well, if it has to do with the lore, if they really get into the lore, then maybe they'll have something like that. But when's when's that come out? The 27th? Uh, twenty seventh. I was gonna guess twenty ninth. I think the twenty. I don't know, but it comes out in movies and Peacock at the same time, so. Hmm. That's why I was thinking maybe I'll record myself watching it. And it'll scare, if I do it with headphones, like it'll scare me obviously more than. If you like, played the game, it. you should be able to watch the movie. I don't see how it's vastly different. Because they're actual people. And even though it's not real, I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> it is. It isn't that because there's a large part of me that wants to see it, and then there's like a decent size that's like, "Do you want to see it?" <laughs> like, it's this like, is this know? is part of a uh, spooky season. Brian tries. You have to try to watch I, the movies. <laughs> there we go. I was trying to think of a way that we could do like uh, the type of spooky scare video stuff except me watching movies but i don't know how that would work it would be tough to do That's if it I'm wasn't saying. like a full watch along i guarantee you that would scare me probably even more than the video games because well, when i would, get into a movie i'm i'm like it would be very distracting so you probably wouldn't get the whole essence of the, the movie but i'm sure i would be fine with not having the essence of whatever scary movie I got told to watch. But yeah. So yeah, scary stuff. <laughs> House of Usher. Jill, you have to watch something before that. I've been... I, part of me almost thinks that she should start with Midnight Mass. Mm, I, feel... I feel like she will love Midnight Mass. I think she would like both. Haunt House, what is it called? Hill House, that one is like top tier, I think, for me out of all of them. Midnight Mass is like a little bit more of a slow burn. It's more of like a serious thriller until things just hit the fan. Uh, Hill House has so many cool, like little bits in it that you may not catch the first time you watch it. I've seen it on TikTok. Yeah. So. Keep an eye out for all the, like, the little Easter egg scares that are kind of hidden throughout it. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. All right. 
Well, we spent 12 minutes talking about nonsense. Uh, spooky stuff. That's okay, though. Uh, I'm sure you <laughs> will not. Yeah, you'll be hearing a lot more of it. I guarantee you we're probably between the three of us. Two of us are going to binge all of House of Usher by the time we have our next show. Um, but yeah, as you can see by our lovely banner, we're going to start with uh, the trash dumpster fire that is Love is Blind, season <laughs> five, and the nonsense that is going on in that show in what could quite possibly be the worst season of the five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by a long shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say it right now. I don't think any of them are getting married. No. I don't either. And if no. they do, it's a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Like, first of all, this season only has two couples going Left. into the final we- like wedding episodes. So two couples are the only ones that made it through to the end. Technically, and it was three, but... Technically, it was three. Yeah. Technically, like, it was five. <laughs> there's like a Look bunch it. of weird behind the scenes stuff that they edited out of the final season of other couples that got engaged and like went through to like the wedding part. Three, and three, three made it to the wedding. They're only showing two. Yeah. And like there were more couples in the honeymoon footage mm-hmm. but they had to yeah. edit it down so much that we barely got to see any of that stuff which is just crazy. well that that blonde chick is always there have you noticed that so because well, she was the third i yeah. know but it's yeah. she like, was at the dress fittings mm-hmm. yeah exactly so yeah there so there for those of you that don't watch it there was only three couples that made it out of the pods meaning that both they got engaged and we were shown but supposedly a total of five actually got engaged, but they completely cut out two couples' whole entire story by the end of it. Um, But whenever they do group things, they can't edit them out. And they're, they're there, especially this blonde girl that she was at their vacation like engagement honeymoon she was at the dress fitting white but she was part of the she was just part of the posse yeah Uh, they made it seem like like stacy brought her along as like part of her crew and i was like no no (laughs) yeah so um so two of the five were not even seeing their stories one has already bit the dust so we're down to two couples and next week is the is it this finale technically yeah yeah so so next week is the finale which is the will they won't they of the getting married part and these people are trash and there is no chance that these people are getting married no none if Mm -hmm. they do I will, I don't even know. <laughs> I would say eat my own words, but I, like, that's not even enough. Like it's first off in the teaser for the next episode, they basically already showed the outcome of one of them. Did you catch that? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, I won't say anything though, but like, I was like, 
There's a lot of like weird editing going on in those though. Like they'll edit the they'll edit voice lines from other scenes into like different scenes. Like I don't know. I don't don't trust that. Well, uh, there was one part where they showed like it was clearly an event that happened after it was a yes or no. Mm-hmm. So it was like, to me, I saw that and I went, oh, well, that's clearly like that happened. Um, okay, so we have Izzy and Stacy, mm-hmm. and then we have Milton and Hot Mess. Lydia. Um, Lydia. Lydia. <laughs> My question to you two going into the next final episode is. I'm assuming we're all saying they're not going to say yes. No, no. Okay. Who is the person that is going to be the one that says no? Stacy and Melvin. For each couple. I agree. Yeah. Stacy is like so obsessed with money. To be honest, she found out that Izzy had like credit card issues. To be fair, bad credit score. To be fair, in defense of Stacy, I agree that money is a big like thing for her. Like, not even just like comfortable money, but like I need to fly first class everywhere money. So like, but like when it comes to lying, not lying, but like not telling the full truth of like waiting for the right moment. Yeah, to tell about because there's because I think he's not telling her the full truth. Cause like what I what I looked on it was he told her that he only had like thirty five hundred dollars in like debt. And it's like if that's the case, just pay it off. Like mm-hmm. so I well, think so I watched that one. one. I watched that one today. So he said he had thirty five hundred in debt and it wasn't that much and he paid it off, but it ruined his credit score. So that's what. So so there's sense. So that yeah, that makes no sense because so there's there's other stuff happening there. I would assume what he's trying to say is he used credit card for thirty five hundred, didn't pay it back for X amount of time. It crashed his credit score and then eventually paid it off. But by that time, it's too late. That's how I assume. I I feel like there's more to that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there is. And because like, in, in order to to tank your credit score, you would have to have a lot more debt for a very mm-hmm. long period of time. Yeah. I feel like maybe he had to file for bankruptcy at some point because yeah. that will tank your credit yeah. score. Yeah, there's fast. something there's something amiss there. So it's like that's why like in that aspect, I'm kind of on Stacy's side because like especially when you get married to somebody, like their credit kind of also becomes your credit. And so, it's two like, days before and, the wedding. At and it's point. two days before the wedding. Like their debt is now your debt. And it's like, if mm-hmm. I were going to marry somebody in two days and I just found out that like their credit score was in like the four or five hundreds and they have like all this debt that I did not. There's a difference between obviously like student loans and like stuff like that. Like that's a whole other conversation, but it's like credit card stuff that you're not telling me. I'm not going to be happy about it. Like, yeah, because that, that also says a lot about like how you are with money which for a lot of marriages is a big deal yeah so she's just i mean even before they talked about that stuff with his credit score or whatever she she's just like obviously too high maintenance for oh her. i 100 percent agree i 100 percent. he said in episode nine that i want to show her i can do the things that she's used to like flying private i was like who you ain't fly. You 
you ain't ever no. flying her private, like no. not even first class, pr flying <laughs> private. The dad no. said those are the types of things she's used to. No. First of all, also like they they had this whole big date private dinner scene in like the hangar bay of a private jet, and I was like, does she even like planes, or did they do <laughs> all was, of this? Yeah, because that was... of that first class line. Like I, think I it thought, was. I thought it was pretty cool, but like I thought that was pretty dope. But yeah, it was like. It didn't make any sense. No. I was like, why are they eating dinner here? No. And then they did it with in the rock museum with Milton and Lydia, which kind of makes sense for Lydia. That makes but sense. I was like, that makes sense for, for them. them but yeah. like, this felt so random. Yeah, like they should have just gone to like some fancy dinner with like, I don't know. Yeah, she, the whole Stacy like snapped at Izzy for quote like not cooking for her, and she was like, "What do you do for me?" And I was like. They've been together for like two weeks at this point. Yeah, give him some time to yeah. do something for yeah. you. She's very needy. She, yeah, she wants all his attention at all times. Life devoted to him. I like, I don't know if we discussed it because I don't uh -huh. know if it was in the last episodes of from last week. We didn't get to talk about it, but or the ones previously where how she had said, anytime they go out, she expects the husband to pay for everything what are your thoughts on that because for me i'm like i'm all for feminism and stuff but like i don't expect my future husband to pay for literally every single meal we go out to As like, i i couldn't i couldn't do that personally i'll be like no no i got this one like let me before you two answer because you are yeah what are your what are in your stable thoughts? relationship one <laughs> actually being married one's about to be married and no hope in sight um, I assume when you get married, it doesn't matter who's paying for it because it's coming out of the same. If you share, a, if you share a bank account, yeah. Well, because yeah. like for me, I'm assuming, and this is just me assuming. And I know everyone is not like this. I'm assuming you don't have your own bank account that your spouse doesn't know how much money you have in. And the same for the other one. Like, uh, to me, like, uh, if I was in a relationship, like, I want, it's not that I want to know, but it's like, shouldn't I know, like, how much money we both kind of have? Like, mm -hmm. if my bank account has $30,000 in it, and your bank account has $1,000 in it, <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like those are things we should both no so mm -hmm. like i i always don't under i've never once understood like this argument between married not saying anything other than relationship fine all that stuff but married i personally have never understood why that like the who's paying is an issue uh, and please by any means no someone yeah, explain it to me I well, just don't I, understand it. I think it has more to do with the older you get, the more likely it is that when you're dating somebody, like you're not going to be totally open about sh like how much money you make and like combining mm -hmm. bank accounts. Because if you're an older, well-established adult with a good paying job, then I think it would be a little bit harder to just say, yep, let's just, pool all of our money together yeah. immediately 
mm-hmm. because they've worked so hard to like set up all of this stuff. So yes, I think eventually it should be pooled into one, but I think the older you get, the harder it can be to, to do that right off the bat, mm-hmm. especially in a situation like this where they don't know each other very well. And they're yeah. like, and then you yeah, got the I whole just, prenup situation. If that's going to be a thing, then see, oh I'm 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 with Jake. I'm a hundred percent with Jake. Like when at least when it comes, like obviously every couple is different, but for me, it's like see now every, I agree with Jake. Yeah, with that. So here, let me put it up. Actually, you want to finish what you're saying? I'm yes. Sorry, I mean. No, I was well, I was saying I because it's like if Sean and I go out, it's either we'll split it he gets it or I get it. And then the next time, like if I got this one, he's going to get the next one. Like it's, it's like, we're pretty on equal footing when it comes to that, but we also have separate bank accounts. It's not one thing. Yeah, exactly. So here's what Jake just said. Depends on the couple. Some keep separate accounts, but still do 50, 50. If Gabby said what Stacy said, did I would throw up the sign 50, 50 all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally like, Here's my thing. I honestly, I don't see a problem if you want to have separate bank accounts after you're married. Like, that's fine. But I feel like both people should know, like, relatively where, how much, like, is kind of in that bank account. It doesn't need to be, like, specific. Like, I know you have... $31,456.97 in your bank account. But like, if you're living at like a 30000 and a 1000 there needs to be more, it's more than just like, he's the man he should pay. Like mm-hmm. there's a yeah. there's a lifestyle difference yeah. on that. And that's going to cause its own issue. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean... After you're married, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, ah, that's just me. No, I, it's, I, I mean, it's valid. I don't remember I don't, when yeah. me and Alex like p- combined everything, but at some point we did. But before that, I think we all just kind of we we both had bills that we paid. Like, we would split the bills, mm-hmm. and I took electric and gas or whatever, and he took whatever else, and that was like when we had separate bank accounts, but eventually we just pooled everything. Mm-hmm. And it was funny cause I had kind of bad credit after college, but Alex didn't have any credit because he didn't have, oh, he didn't have any credit cards. credit cards. So now I have better credit than he does because he didn't <laughs> just because I have like yeah. his more history. Yeah. So. It might be his YouTube channel, but he's nothing without your credit. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Blink, uh, to your yeah. comment, been with my wife 13 years and always had separate accounts. I see no problem with that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, that's... I've heard, I've heard, um, it's best to have three where each person has their own and then there's one like cumulative, like bank yeah. account. Where that's it's like, we're putting have. our bill money in here. We're putting like our, like our vacation money into this pile. Like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is yeah. what I've been told. That's what we have. It's just whether or not we use, remember remember to use those (laughs) accounts at this point. It's like, eh. I, I just also like to the point of having like drastically different 
ones, like a 30 to like a thousand type one, like if someone has a, like a good chunk and the other one is getting bone dry, like I, as the one that has the more money, I'm looking at the other one being like, I'm keeping my money separate from you because like, yeah. And that's why people get prenups sometimes. Yeah. yeah. She's definitely the type where I think she should have one. Yeah. Oh, if she's 100%. as wealthy as she has insinuated. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Then she yeah. should have one. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, to each their own. Money's definitely no... going to be the reason why they don't get married, though. In my opinion. That yeah. and like, he just she wants him to wait on her hand and foot and like yeah. he he's just not he's like, that kind of guy nah. he also strikes me as kind of like working class where she's upper class and mm-hmm. i don't think he is ever going to like he'll probably bust his ass for the rest of his life to make her comfortable but they're never going to be wealthy in like first class flights every flight yeah like he's go he he's gonna run ragged like trying to make sure Mm -hmm. she's comfortable if he had any hair it would all fall out after they got married yeah like he would be stressed yeah and that's not that's to me not a way to live like also can we talk about her her job title well we'll get to that her job (laughs) title is operations manager She's a Pilates instructor. Yeah, does she? Okay, here's my question Thank though. You. Does she own? Thank does she you. own that studio? She might, like, but she's a Pilates that's instructor. A, that's period. The reason, that's the only reason <laughs> on, she would be able to afford up. that house. Like the only reason she could afford that home that she lives in is if she owns a fitness studio or something. Just being a Pilates instructor is not going to give you, an, especially in Houston. Houston's not a cheap place to live. Like you, I mean, she could okay, be here we go. an operations here we go. manager of that establishment, but this well, will Brian tell you all. Still, <laughs> Brian found it. Will tell you all you need to know. So I typed in Stacy from Love Is Blind's job. It says, according to blah blah blah, though Stacy's job is shown on Love Is Blind as a director of operations. Stacy works for her father's successful company and teaches Pilates on the side while her well-off parents actually seem to be paying her living. I knew it was daddy's money. Works for her father. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all you needed to know. She's a successful worker for her dad. She's a nepo baby. time does a Pilates instructor. And she should be able to afford some makeup classes because... (laughs) Girl looks Whoever rough. Whoever does her eyebrows hates her. She, I mean, does. she does them. Okay, well then she must self hate because <laughs> like she they're it's like the, it's the, orange, she, the orange blush that just goes straight okay. across for me. Yeah, I, I I'm not here to look shame, but like I'm sitting there like you're a gorgeous girl who is messing your eyebrows up. She's not. I I can tell that she is. She has not been like adapting her way of putting on makeup as she's been getting older because she probably like smiles to put her blush on. But the older you get, the apples of your cheeks kind of come down. So, like, I put my blush like up here now. Yeah, mine's here. And so, like, she probably puts it on when she's smiling and then it's down here. 
<laughs> it's so Jake, distracting. I'm, I'm, uh, politely suggesting. If Alex said something about it, even Alex was like, her foundation is too light. Oh, I damn. Blush so, like, just stuck on there. It's not oh. blended. And I was like, all right, if Alex is talking about it, then it's obvious <laughs> enough for me to talk about it. See, I would never be able to, like, be like, that's the foundation. That's, like, the only thing I know is, like, lipstick, mascara, and... Her brows don't what? bother Blushes me as much pink, as the blush. Right? Yeah. Her brows don't bother me. Her brows are just too dark. Does. They're too dark. Blonde but... hair. And like they're too warm brown. It's like a lot of classic mistakes. And I don't want to be mean. I'm I'm giving constructive criticism. And if I saw her like in person, I would be like, here's how you fix it. You know, like let's let's work on this together. I want I don't let's want you to right. be on TV Let like this anymore. Because <laughs> Yeah, and I told Alex, I was like, if my brows ever look crazy, you have to tell me. Please let me know. I just <laughs> Which I'm sure they have. So well, real, real quick, before we st talk about this for an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Milton, Milton and Lydia. Mm. I think he's slowly starting to realize she's on the crazy train. Like well, she, she treats him like a child, the way she talks to him sometimes. He but is he's, a child. He is but, a man-child. Yes, but the way he, like, communicates, I think, is a lot more mature than what she does. Yeah. But, like, just the way she talks to him, I'm just like, oh, my God. There's no way this is going to work out. When they went to see his Milton's his parents, parents, I was yeah. like, oh, my God. First of yeah, all, that like, that's rough for any woman when the parents are so like steel faced, like yeah. his mom was straight up like, I'll look up your credit score. Or the sister made that joke about the mom looking yeah. up her credit score. And she yeah. was basically like, yeah. Well, yeah, he she's said, like, I'm going to background check you. She, uh, who was it? This, when the sister and him were on like their lunch date and, uh, she's, they were like, yeah, our family doesn't have emotions. It was like, yeah, mm -hmm. we clearly, because like there was no when they when Lydia was there with the family, like they were like this the whole time. Yeah, just flatlining. <laughs> there was no like change in tones, no excited, no upset, nothing. Just like you said, flatlined. There was yeah. no, from the dad, from the mom, from the sister. From Milton, the only person that was there that had any type of emotion was Lydia, and to which they said, "You seem really fake right now." Yeah, the sister <laughs> was like, fates. "The sister was like, this whole thing is phony." Yeah, this seems very scripted. I think is what yeah. she had said. Like, this like, seems oh. this. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. They they are a um, what's like a very. Uh, live by the numbers and statistics type mm. like it's, she, it's yeah gave, it, it gave me like a until you prove me wrong this is what this, something is shown yeah like, the mom it, was it's, treating that whole situation like a business transaction yeah um, and she, she was like said, this is not good for business no <laughs> she even said li uh, i live my life as a business transaction mm -hmm. and me and my husband nice. before we discussed it it looked like it would work in a business. Like I was just like, Ugh. she stands no chance. 
no and, chance. And Milton just like said next to nothing from what we saw in the yeah, final edited thing. And I, I felt bad for Lydia that whole time, but I still just don't think they're right for each other. Mm-mm. It was just funny because you could clearly see she was just throwing every charm bomb she could at them. And it was just like literally just like the most stone statue. You're just like love bomb, love bomb, and just nothing. Nothing. But it was just like. There is something about Lydia that seems very fake. Like she puts on an act seemingly just like all the time, but I. I still struggled to figure her out and be like, is she being honest or is this all fake? Like, I can't tell still. Me neither. Which is just upsetting. But yeah, Milton's 24. She's what, 30? 30. He is very clearly not. No. uh, And the mom literally just said, like, he just started, like, taking care of himself. Like yeah. I'm doing all this, and I'm like, "What?" Yeah. Like, but like, and her uh. biggest concern is him leaving his dishes out, and it's like, it's yeah, 24. she like, she's like fooling herself if she thinks yeah. that this is this marriage is a good idea. No, yeah, mm-hmm. so he's they 100 when they are but both couples are at the aisle, they will ask, um. Izzy, if you want to get married, and he'll say yes, and then mm-hmm. Stacy will say no, and then they'll start with Lydia, she'll say yes, and then Milton will say no. I, I, I'm willing to bet anything on it. That's how they do it. There's no way that they're going to start off with... They're going to go for the for sure yes, and then leave the drama for the second person to drop mm. the ball. <sighs> um, but yeah, this show this season, Dumpster Fire. Cannot wait to see how they try to do the reunion because that's going to be it's going to be interesting. Maybe you Vanessa know they're bringing Uche back, and you know oh, they're yeah. bringing Olivia back. So messy! I cannot stand him. He oh, is you. such a like throw a, another log on the fire. Like as mm-hmm. many as I can. Get, let's get this thing as out of control as possible. He's just messy. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. If this, if Vanessa Lachey wants to get drunk for this one, I don't. Blame I don't blame her. <laughs> Last blame season, her. you could have been. You shouldn't have. But this one, this one, get a drunk this girl. <laughs> yeah, you, do whatever you need to do to get through this one because we're uh, all gonna need I, it. Yeah, it's gonna be. There's gonna be like two couples there, and they're just gonna be pulling for people. Like, mm. please, will you be on <laughs> this? Because there's no Good. one else. But no. um, all right. Any last. Trash thoughts before we get to the thing that people probably came here to actually. <laughs> I know see we us lost we lost a good uh, amount of people here listening yes. over, over all that, but I think Jake that- put out a tweet that we're actually starting our Ahsoka <laughs> one, and maybe people will start coming in. <laughs> I think that's all I had for for Love Is Blind. Yeah, but I think we're all in agreement that both are going to be no. Both are coming from Stacy and Milton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see, I don't think it's happened, correct me if I'm wrong, where at the altar, both of them just go, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we should, probably shouldn't do this. Yeah, like, I They yeah, shake hands and leave. It's like, bye. Yeah, give me that one. Just be like, yeah. I mean, shake and deep, deep pretty much, we're both mm-hmm. going to say no, but. Yeah. That's fair. 
But all right. Well, as much as we can just talk about this dumpster fire, we're uh, gonna switch as our overlay to Ahsoka, <laughs> things people care about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Star Wars. Um, oh, we just got Jake's Ahsoka thoughts. Sweet. So uh, Ahsoka is officially over for this season, possibly maybe another one. And um, boy, howdy, we get a show. Uh, never did I think that we would get something like this when we were sitting in, what is it, Hall H? What do they call it? No, not Hall H. That's Comic-Con. Is there a specific name for the one at Star Wars Celebration? Celebration stage. Celebration stage. Celebration stage. Okay, yeah, that. When we this was announced, we were getting something like this. But um, Molly, you've beat this horse into the ground at by this point. Do you want to get yours out of the way? Uh, just for like my overall thoughts. Yeah, sure. I I really liked the show. I don't know if it's my favorite star wars live action show yet i'm i'm not really good at ranking things because they're all so different in my mind but i think this was the best looking show that they filmed in the volume yeah like i think it was the best use of the volume and it didn't obviously sorry i just want to retweet jake changed our thumbnail for our twitter and it's pretty cool you two are gonna love it Anyway, sorry. Change the thumbnail? Or the, oh, it's spooky. Yeah, it's a spooky. I like it. So, but, Jake, um, make us a background with pumpkins. Spooky things. He does. He has the pumpkin. Oh, no, that's Christmas. No, for this stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. he has a Christmas okay. one. Sorry, Molly. No, it's okay. I'm annoying. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was shocked, a little shocked at how it ended kind of abruptly and how many questions did not get answered. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the night sister stuff was so cool. The night troopers, the zombie night troopers. So cool. Like the spooky elements of the show really like knocked it out of the park. In my opinion, the night sister stuff was so cool. Uh, Amazing. And yeah, I think we will probably get a season two or we're gonna find out a lot of the answers to these questions in Filoni's movie but I feel like there's a lot that needs to happen to fill in the gaps before we get to Filoni's movie we gotta he Filoni has to like tie in the other characters to the Ahsoka Mm -hmm. story to go into the movie so I think we'll get another season I hope so. Jill, this is the first Star Wars uh, series you've actually watched on time and finished <laughs> when you should have. How did Yay. you uh, feel? By no, way, I didn't. I, no, with Kenobi, I finished and watched Kenobi on time. Kenobi, I was good with. Are you sure? Kenobi and Book of Boba Fett, I was good with, yes. Okay. And or in, in, in the last season of Mandalorian, I did not. For the record, um, our numbers have gone up. Uh, so <laughs> um, if if this is not my favorite live action series it's definitely my top two um everything that they did pulling anything that was in animated form that we hadn't seen in live action that came on to live action so like thrawn the night sisters 
Hera, Chopper, Ezra, young Ahsoka, Hayden in the Clone Wars garb. Like, all of that just, for me, just came into live action just so seamlessly. And it was so good. And, like, for me, there was, there was quote-unquote, like, filler episodes. But it didn't feel really like filler episodes because it's still like progress the story and it was entertaining like even if there wasn't like a big battle or like a big shock or like a big reveal like i was never not entertained watching this show Mm -hmm. um uh and shin are some of my new favorite star wars characters that we have had in a long time um and i i'm i i I'm really sad that Ray Stevenson's not here to really Ugh. see the love that he would have received had he uh, still be alive. Mm-hmm. But I love the Balin character so much. I don't know if it's awful for me to say it. I kind of hope they do recast him just so they continue the Balin story. Um, and if they don't, I at least they really, I hope they give him a really, really good send off and kind of explain what he was going to be doing um but yeah i love i don't think i have a whole lot of negative really to say for ahsoka because i don't think there was any like obvious fan service because i know people would be like oh anakin was in it that's fan service like no it was her master like obvious like that's not fan service that's literally a whole part of her story Yes, all of the fan service things made sense. Like yeah. it was it wasn't there to just be like, "Ooh, look at this." It's not Luke, I'm so I'm going to get hate. It's not Luke Skywalker at the end of season 2 of The Mandalorian. That was fan service, I'm sorry. It was a great moment. It was fan service. This made sense. Like it made sense to have Anakin there. It made sense to do the flashbacks of the Clone Wars. It made sense to have the world between worlds. Like all of that made sense. Um, but yeah, I don't think I really have a bad thing to say about it. Really. Um, before we get to what Jake thought, I absolutely loved it. I honestly think it might be my favorite thing that Disney's done. Like, it's up there for me. Like the only thing that I think for me holds weight to it would be solo because i absolutely love everything about solo um i i mean kenobi's great i love kenobi because but to be honest i love kenobi because of reva like i think she's like yeah the best thing of that whole entire not I'll find out. I think she's the best thing of the whole entire Kenobi's Kenobi's still one of my favorites too. I yeah. I I'm in the minority where I like adored Kenobi. I loved yeah. Kenobi. Um Reba really stole the show on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like she was I, I would love to see so much more from that character. I don't doubt we ever will, but I would in a heartbeat. Um Andor is just like another masterclass in its Andor was like, I don't even know how to describe. Like, it's just kind of like, I don't even know. Andor is just, it it almost feels Andor and Rogue One almost feel like their own different things. Kind of. Everything else. Like I, I 
I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Like mm-hmm. it might be, and, I, and it's it not a bad thing either. I want. It might make be because sure. there's really no until the very ending of Andor. There's really no connection with the Skywalkers. Yeah. yeah. Or and and Rogue One. I mean, Rogue One, the very ending of Rogue One, and then Andor. Like you, the Skywalkers are not even mentioned. There's Maybe no tie-ins. Grounders. Yeah, I was gonna fair? say Andor is like more boots on the ground, like almost real life type stuff like you yeah. could you could do very little to take out the star wars and it would still work as a show whereas yeah, like you don't ahsoka need to- is full of like mythological connections mm-hmm. and connections to the animated series and stuff that like is is only existing in star wars Andor is like completely different yeah and then way. and then you have mandalorian which to me i love i adore mandalorian but it definitely has its ups and downs. Like there are episodes where I'm like, I could have just done without this whole entire episode. Uh, so it, I mean, in that, I'm not saying that it's bad in any way, but I'm, but of all the things they put out and the sequel trilogy is a whole different monster, but um, Mando is I, much I, more pulpy and like, they take a lot classic of TV show. Type. They take a lot of big swings on Mando yeah. and not all of them hit hit Mando gives me um I don't know why it's the only thing I could think of and I haven't even watched the whole entire thing like the Smallville type vibe where it's just like same story but a new episode kind of doing different things every week like mm-hmm. I, like that's the only thing I could think of to compare it to, even though there's a million different shows. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I adored every. I felt like I was the kid that was watching the prequel stuff all over again. Yeah, watching this, like it was just like it felt like a movie that they just literally said, "Okay, stop right here, do an intermission. Stop right here, do an intermission," and it, like. You, I could go sit and watch this in the theater if they just sewed each in between all together mm-hmm. and I would feel no different. Um, do you so think it I, needed more episodes or do you think it was a good so I might, I might be in the minority of the people that uh, are kind of fine with how it ended. I was fine. I was fine. I, I, I had a feeling it was going to end on like a cliffhanger type moment. I I think I had kind of already by like halfway kind of knew that there were going to be a lot more questions than answers by the end of it. So I think by the time I got to it, I was fine with it. Um, because if one thing I can say for certain is Filoni does things with like a purpose. Like he, mm-hmm. there is... There is a a story, Jesus lady. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, like he's going to tell the story. These are the chapters that are going to be told, and it's not like he's not going to leave stuff out just because. Like, if he's putting this in there, it's for a reason. Like type thing. So like, I was kind of fine with the way it ended, I don't know if I needed really, because unless things don't get answered, which is 
I don't see happening. I'm totally fine with how it ended. And, like, I mean, the Mortis stuff, like, clearly we're going towards that in some way. So, like, I would rather them do a whole other season than just try to squeeze it in for two episodes Mm -hmm. uh, or whatever. Um, I think the thing that I'm most upset about is that we don't get to see Bracey just ray stevenson played this character more yeah that, that's honestly and there's nothing you can do about that no someone's no longer living with us anymore so you just have to accept it like there's nothing you can do about it so what what they do moving forward that i i mean that's not for me to decide uh i will accept whatever they choose to do because this person is no longer with us. So what you can't, there's not going to be a right answer. Like, I mean, it's the same exact thing with black Panther. Like Mm -hmm. you, there's no, no, you're not going to please everyone. Mm -hmm. There, there is not going to be one universal. This is what you should have done. And everyone is going to agree with it. I know I personally, where I stand right now, I want to see the story continue I personally think Leif Schreiber would be fantastic if I got to pick anyone. Gerard Butler is think, mine. See, I don't... He's, he's so not a good actor. Yeah, I know, but he I looks know. like him. Just because he looks like him, though? That, that feels wrong. So, <laughs> he's not a good actor. But yeah. So he's great I, in Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I haven't seen I that, know. so I guess I can't. Oh. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's just... That's just me. So I'm I'm fine with it. Um, D train to they requested Dumbledore. So what's the difference here? Okay, here's my thing. I don't know why or how. I absolutely love that there's two different Dumbledores because I feel like the first Dumbledore was very like old and kind of like wise beyond his years well, by the time that they got to three it's a different Dumbledore where he's active he's moving he's doing stuff he's hunting horror cruxes and this the, the second Dumbledore was I, I, I believe a little bit on the younger side so like he was able to do this. so to me I think it was perfect I loved well, it and the well, so. the obvious well, and the reason why they had to recast Dumbledore is because he was an established character in the books, and you needed yeah. him there. The story was already written before they made the film, so they had no choice. That you couldn't you couldn't yeah. do Harry Potter without a Dumbledore. No. Like that, they didn't really have a choice in the matter to recast him. For this, they do have that choice because yeah. there is no set story for Balin, and. So they do have the choice if they want to recast him or if they want to do something completely different. So that option is still there. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Dumbledore is a completely different scenario. So they they had no choice but to recast him. Yeah, I think recasting just... is is the most graceful way to handle it. I think so too. Like obviously, everyone wants to see the rest of Balin's story play out. I'm sure. Ray Stevenson would want that. His family would probably want to see what was going to happen. What would have happened with this character that like came in and rocked everyone's world. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, Oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. So 
I think there's a good chance we'll just have a recast and be able to see the rest. I do too. I just, like you said, I just, whoever comes in to, if they do recast it, whoever comes in is not going to just like, I'm going to do it this way. Like this people already like this character Mm -hmm. a lot. And they, this actor is someone that is respected and people love. So like, in a way, when if you're taking this role, like you need to kind of like pay a little homage to this person that played it before, like respectfully. So like, yes, you can make it your own a little bit, but like you change it too much where people are going to get pissed off. Like it's not for you to play that character yeah. because he just did such an amazing job. Like I have literally a friend that said like, by episode three, he's like, this character is in my top five already. Like, and I'm yeah, like, it's a great character. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, it, it just everything about him so far has been great. So like, it needs to be taken very seriously, which they will because yeah, how many Ray Stevenson's done what three different types of star Wars animated live action and then didn't he do something else like a voice like he's played multiple star wars he voiced characters. someone in an animation he might have voiced two he voiced people? uh the mandalorian guy gar right? saxon yeah is that him i think i don't remember it. i don't know but he's he's yeah i think that they will be they will do whatever is the most respectful and mm-hmm the right answer. They're not going to just replace. Yeah, Gar Saxon. Anyways, um, okay. So what did Jake say? I will read what Jake said because we wanted obviously to know what Jake said because he loves Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Him and I did six of the eight reactions to uh, together watching it for the first time. Um, so he said. Um, it's no surprise, but it's my favorite Disney Plus series. It answered many questions I had while also opening new doors for an exciting future. The character development was outstanding, and the way the story unfolded was perfectly addicting. Uh, seeing these characters in live action felt like a dream, and true, I truly felt like the transition from animation to live action was seamless. I could go on and on about it and hope to get a chance to talk about it. I feel grateful to have experienced it. Yeah. Uh, that is also something. The live action, the jump from these animated to live action, like, perfect. I don't... For, for me, a Thrawn person, he was fantastic. Like, do you think uh, I'll ask a, a, a lot of questions that we got asked a lot? Uh, do you think Thrawn was well established as a threat to the galaxy? As an unknown, as a person job? that is in love with him as much as I am, I was fine with it. And I'll if I'll was, say, go ahead. I was going to say if I was someone that didn't know anything. I think they could have made him a tad more threatening. However, 
I completely disagree with everyone that is saying he should have, and I believe you and Alex said it. Uh, I don't think he should have came back and just destroyed a fleet because clearly to me, he's trying to do this sneakily. Like they don't know he's back yet. Like he did. There's a reason he chose to jump straight to Dathomir. Like I think that he, had more to do with the deal that he made with the great mothers, but I do. I am too. curious to see if he's planning on setting up a base there. That would make sense if he's going to use the zombie army. I think he is. Like, uh, so to me, I enjoyed how he came off and like the threatening and whatnot. I would be curious. I should have asked my friends before this, the two that watched it that don't know anything, what they ended up. I think, I think they just kind of were like, yeah, he's, he seems like a cool villain type. Mm -hmm. Like, Whereas that's it. Whereas like, I don't think to them, I don't think that he would probably be any more of a threat than what they would assume someone on the Mandalorian is. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that there's a level of like gravitas that he has given off that they would, he's any different than, I don't know, I'm trying to think of someone, Moff Gideon. Yeah. I think they did a really good job at making it very apparent that he is not like the other Imperial leaders and he doesn't, he's not so quick to throw, you know, everything they've got at people. Mm -hmm. Like multiple times he was like, these are acceptable losses. Send this many to, to, to go attack them. And if that doesn't work, we're not wasting anybody else on a failed mission like i think they did a good job at making it apparent that he's much smarter and much like a much wiser uh tactician mm-hmm. oh yeah for this stuff yeah so. and i would as, hope that they did that and for me as someone who honestly didn't know a whole lot about thrawn going into this i thought he was very villainous and it's like he was like subdued and very calculating but that's what made him menacing mm-hmm. like it and like so i thought as like as someone who doesn't really know a whole lot about the character i thought it was very well done in establishing this is a bad guy and he's someone especially with the fact that they a hera was like terrified of the fact that he was coming back and was trying to tell like the senate hey this is a real thing. And they were like, and that's Mon Mothma too. Yeah. And Mon Mothma. And so their reactions and then everyone else going like, there's no way like that'll never happen. Like, so that whole, that all of that dialogue also made it like, Oh, so he's kind of like, like kind of in, like in an, he's like, like the boogeyman to them. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. basically. So, so I thought they showed it really well. I can't wait to get Ziono's reaction. If we do, get one from him about I hope oh chopper, Tron's really back oops oops I hope Chopper just like goes up to him and just like mom and just cusses him out <laughs> like that's one thing I needed more of I did not get enough Chopper Chopper that's yeah he's a baby if I, had, now. <laughs> if I had one complaint I needed more Chopper see that's uh, the kind of thing where but you can't when when I say I wish there were more episodes I think it stems from the fact that we did this big 
whole rewatch of Rebels. And, you know, Rebels is animated. They have the ability to do a lot more episodes for that. So I was like kind of missing that element of it where you got so many random episodes in Rebels that a lot of people would say, yeah, it's filler, but it just adds more context to everything. And you get like a silly episode where the droids mm-hmm. do a bunch of crazy stuff. So like, I wish I we was, could have gotten more for that reason. I was hoping, praying we were going to get just a little AP5. Just, I just, if I could pick one thing that I didn't get, it probably would have been that. Just mm-hmm. hearing that snide, like Alan Rickman voice in a droid. <laughs> like, ugh, he's the one character I didn't get that I was hoping for. And to be honest, Hera was not in it that much. Mm-hmm. And then we got Zeb was not in it at all, which mm-hmm. I I was shocked we didn't even get like a voice like over like a like it, I could have been like I would have understood like a maybe a comms type thing like Hera talking to him through something and just not see him, but like just know that uh, actually to me was kind of sh- surprising. Yeah, just because they they threw him at the end of mando i was expecting him to show up but it does make sense that he wouldn't come unless he's told like oh my god ezra's back then he's gonna drop whatever training he's doing and go see him so i'm looking forward to that i just hope we get callus too (laughs) and that beard and i i think uh white russell would be fantastic playing him Mm. that's if i I can see that um trying to think if there's anything else ahsoka e that we specific i mean we all agree that like mortis is like the future of this story yeah Yeah, right obviously yeah Mm -hmm. like that's where we're going yeah um they're not going to show us those big huge statues just for shits and giggles i think it's also kind of hilarious i texted molly pretty I think maybe either while you were doing the show or after that, the Mortis arc is not listed under any of the Star Wars Essential watches on Disney Plus. No, it's, it's not listed. Maybe. It's not listed on the Ahsoka Essential watches. It is. They have a uh, Essential animated Star Wars watch, and it's not listed on there. And I was floored. That's I bet they did that on the first purpose. episodes. Sean made me watch. Yeah, was the yeah they might have done that on purpose to to make it to make sure that no one thought Mortis was for sure gonna that's fair come into live action yeah and now they can be like everybody go watch the Mortis arc it's wild (laughs) I just assumed the second that we saw Morai in live action in Mandalorian like that would be considered like an essential episode watching everything. it could also be that Dave wants to change something about could the be, way yeah. the Mortis gods are, how they work, their origin story. So if that's the case, he wouldn't want everyone to get used to what they're like in that Mortis arc in Clone Wars if he wants to that's switch it up fair. a little bit. Yeah. So Because it does make it seem like in the Clone Wars Mortis arc, it makes it seem like Mortis is a planet, but he might be changing it around to be like Mortis is a monastery location on Peridia as a possibility. I don't know. I mean, it would make sense if it was 
like I, I don't see the problem of like um it assuming that it was its own planet versus like it was in another galaxy and like i mean it was this giant place on top of a mountain like it like you could get away with being like yeah no it wasn't a planet it was this far far away place that no one really knew Mm -hmm. i don't know it makes sense to me and it would be cool if they tied that in because like obviously ahsoka and sabine need a way to get off this planet and there is some kind of portal that ahsoka and uh obi-wan and anakin went through to get to mortis so assuming that portal is still there somewhere that could be their way out well correct me if i'm wrong either in rebel i think it was rebels didn't they there was like someone tried to get in through like a a wall or something to get there that was the world between worlds oh god never mind yeah well whatever (laughs) um also before we wrap this up i am throwing out a theory so we saw that they were loading up the cargo cargo do we think that those are night sisters from our galaxy far far away or the ones from peridia i was i think what sean and i were joking with zach we were watching it the episodes with zach and i said it's just a bunch of snokes in the boxes it's all snokes <laughs> they're a bunch of snokes it's a bunch I'm, of snokes <laughs> so there was a specific line that got me where she uh one of them said like you freed us from our hibernation or something like that. And so like when I heard that and then saw the thing at the end of them like being loaded in and whatnot, I was like, I wonder if this is going to bring back the witches of Dathomir as just essentially these were ones in like a frozen state from another galaxy. Our galaxy ones got all wiped out here is now like these ones Mm -hmm. almost like restarting a whole entire race essentially with ones from far away and i'm starting to think that they're not dead they're just in like a stasis essentially yeah well i mean they said that they were from the catacombs so that makes me think that they are a bunch of dead night sisters and that they will resurrect them but if it if it goes along with clone wars night sister lore after they're resurrected they're gonna be like zombie yeah types they're not gonna be back to their original night sister personas so i don't know how that's gonna work i just assume it was a bunch of dead night sisters that thrawn is going to use as his ghost army basically if to to bring it back to lord of the rings like i would love still i would snokes <laughs> tiny snokes just tiny snokes. i would love personally i just think i would love just to see like that race just come back like i just- mean i think they want to not only resurrect all their dead from the catacombs but they're going to dathomir i think their plan is to like bring back the night sister people slowly yeah like give me brothers and sisters back in like 
just alive, like to the point where like, I would be like, I want to see them in the background, just like walking around with other aliens and species. Like I, I don't, they don't just need to be like, they're only used for bad, like type thing. Cause like, look at, um, Mirren. girlfriend, Mirren. Mirren. like she's, doesn't, she's not bad. Um, I don't know. That's just wishful thinking, I think for me, but I, I mean, I think it would be kind of cool to have that whole race just kind of seemingly come back. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, Alan, we'll wrap up on your question. Does Ventress come back? She did. I, she died in a particularly like noble read, way. Read Dark Disciples. You will not be disappointed. As someone who has her as their second favorite character of all time, I would almost kind of be pissed if they brought her back. Because she uh, went to the she she like came to the light side. Okay. If, well. It's 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 an old story. She went to the light side. She died. If they brought her back, she would be a evil dark side zombie version of herself, and that would be really sad. Yeah. Um, read Dark Disciple, even though Molly just told you the whole entire thing. It's uh, it's a great great ending for her character. If you started from Clone Wars to that. Like, uh, it would, to me, be a disservice to bring her back for this because that's the opposite of how they ended her character. And that's someone saying she's their number two favorite character of all time. Like, uh, I just, it it would be, a, it would literally first off poo-poo all over that book. And I don't see, you would have to literally say, like, that book's not canon. It wouldn't make sense to me. Which I wouldn't put it past Filoni, but I don't think he would do that for this particular character. It just would not make sense with her whole entire character story arc. It would literally just, yeah. I don't know. I think they they would more likely do a new character that is similar to her type of anger skill set before they like re- yeah resurrect this character it'll be interesting if they have any other because we lost morgan elsbeth which i i understand her character arc but she was just getting so cool yeah and she just got her promotion with the sword and everything that was so awesome but now that we don't have her anymore like all we have are the three great mothers and what we're assuming is like gonna be like an undead night sister army and so i wonder if there will be like another Morgan-like character that's kind of somewhere in between. I hope so. There's such a rich race that is so untapped. But yeah, if they bring Cal and Marin into this, I will scream. Uh, I was was literally going to say Marin's out there (laughs) in a bad way or a good way. In a good way, like I, (laughs) I never thought that that would be a possibility. But if they need a night sister who knows about Dathomir, who knows about kind of like what's going to, what's going on here. They could, but I don't know. I don't know. I actually never really thought about like them coming in. 
into it. That could be interesting. That would be very interesting to see a good night sister with all these bad stuff going on. Like that could be really interesting. And I don't know how I never really thought about that. Just make cool. sure she's the bisexual queen that she is. Um, but yeah. All right. Anything else before we wrap this up? I need to make pizza. That's what I'm making for <laughs> I also need to From make scratch. Ooh. Yeah, I know. But, um, okay. Um, so, a couple things. Prom uh, promoting what we're doing, I guess. Um, we have this little number happening. Bum, uh, bum, Friday, bum. Friday the 13th, the trivia chapter. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think uh, it's a play on the title, the, the last, the uh, last chapter okay. or whatever, the final chapter. Got it. Uh, October 30th, 6 p.m. PST. We are doing this live, ladies and gentlemen. So um, feel free to come and join us while we do that. Um, we have... We didn't talk new... about... Ex well, we kind of... Me and Jake kind of talked about which Friday the 13th movies we're doing for trivia. Mm -hmm. I don't think we came to a final decision, but we talked about the first one, final chapter, and Jason Lives, which are not one, two, and three. So we'll, we'll clarify that when we'll we know finalize. for sure. But yeah. don't, ask, don't ask me. Because those, are, those are some of the higher rated ones, like the better ones to watch. So mm -hmm. I think those might be the three that we do. I don't know why, but I always mix up Friday the 13th with uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, wow. I think, very different. I think <laughs> yeah, those are very they, different. Well, I think it's because at some point they both come out of a lake. And so when I saw as a kid, like, oh. I merged them together. Mm. To this day, I still mix them up. <laughs> very uh, different movies. And then POV Plays. Um... One of us is playing possibly this week. Uh, might be me. Might not be Jill. Might be Molly. <laughs> who knows? Stay tuned to uh, see who it is. Uh, it might be uh, Switcheroonie. Jill's been on my ass to play a specific spooky game. And I have it downloaded and it's ready to go. For so. only two years now. <laughs> it's happening. It's Almost happening. as long as we've been bugging her to watch Hill House. Almost. Yeah. Well, now she's but, playing uh, it and I'm going to start Hill House tomorrow. So yeah. Perfect. It all okay. worked out. And all is right in the world. Uh, but yeah, that is going to do it for us at POV. Check out our Patreon if you want to do more stuff with us. Uh, we have the Q&A still this month. Probably a little bit later because things are happening. Um, but it will we will have one this month. We would never skip Spooky Month. Um, but yeah, that is going to do it for us. Thank you for joining us, as always. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.